Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, add moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes, you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. He's always putting his neck on the line for somebody. His neck's pretty wide. I think he can handle it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure he sure can. Uh, yeah, so what we're going to do for context, um, because Diva doesn't know about what we're getting ready to mention here, Cujo. So, Mm-mm. And I only vaguely, like, un, you know, so so kick us off. Give us give us the, the tea, if you will. All right, so... The gist of what's going on is that uh, for about, um, if I'm not mistaken, about the last, I believe it's been a year, Benzino has been in a secret relationship with a transgender woman named Shauna and her name, her name escapes me. I I can't remember the last name, but I remember the name is is Shauna. And the issue with that is like, it's not dating a, a, a transgender woman in that aspect. The, I guess the issue with it is that, you know, he had been attempting to keep that, you know, a secret out of the public eye. And apparently, you know, this Shauna um, lady got tired of it. So she outed him on social media, you know, sending out videos, you know, with him proclaiming, hey, you know, I would want to take this further. You know, I would, I, you know, I care about you. I really want to go further. But, you know, if we put it out there, people will look at me funny. You know, people will look at us crazy, you know, so I can't have that out there. And Do we have the audio? You know, she, um, yeah, um, let's go ahead and uh, this is how this is going to work. For the people watching on YouTube, if they didn't strike it down, here's a steal in the audio. And if they did, then, well, they did. But here, let's take a listen. I do. You can never look back. 
from that now i aired in the beginning because i was like i forgot the name shauna brooks is the name of the, and i'm gonna call her i'm gonna call her her i don't transgender she's a she that's how it goes so shauna brooks you hear in the audio that he's basically you know the gist of it is that hey you know i like you you like me but you know i don't know how people are gonna perceive me because they got this bravado thing going on so we can't she got tired of being the weekend girl and she basically outed their relationship on on social media, and I like I don't know what to say with that. Like people could be in their bedroom with whoever they want to be with, and I think the reason why people are kind of looking kind of sideways is because if you just come out and say, "Look, I'm attracted to a transgender woman," it is what it is. People can't really come at you, but when you're trying to put it across like it's a bad thing that you're with a transgender woman. That's where the problem come in. It's like, what are you hiding? You know, what, what are so you he, trying to hide? So, so you saying he he's bringing it on himself by trying to keep it a secret, or is yeah. it like he feels the societal pressures of trying to like maintain his image and that you know it's taboo for trans, dating yeah. trans. I mean, like, I mean, you know, you know the industry. He, would it be acceptable? Yeah. Well, would it really? I mean, but Cujo, okay, let's let's level it here. We are a hip hop show. I mean. People really care about Benzino's bravado, seriously. Like, uh, I mean, it's 2022. I don't think very many people care about Benzino that much anymore. I mean, he's, I think, for, for all intents and purposes, he's he's a reality TV show star more than he is uh, anything, anything hip hop. Yep. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a play devil's advocate here because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm about to start some shit. Okay. So, yeah. So this 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 my challenge with this is and I really want like people if you're in this community like put it in the comments because it just feels like it's two different sets of rules for people, all right? So when you say this community, can you clarify? Because it sounds like you're saying you people. Okay, so the LGBTQIA plus community, right? You know, to my understanding it's a very sensitive thing for people to come out or to put their choices of who they love out to the public. And it's supposed to be at your own discretion to do so. However, there seems to be this influx of people within the community outing other people within the straight community because they're not in the type of relationship that they want to be in. And I just feel like that's not fair because if you want to keep your sexual preference a secret until you're ready to come out, I feel like that same courtesy should be extended in a straight community. And I feel like the straight community does not receive the same respect. It's just kind of like, well, respect our community, but then we can do whatever we want to do. Now, that doesn't apply to everyone, but it does apply to the increase of people within that community who choose to out people who have not maybe disclosed their preference to their family, their friends, or even for their business, because let's just keep it 100. If you don't own your own business and make your own money, there is still a certain mm -hmm. image of privacy with how you move. And I'm not saying Benzino's right or wrong, I just say if you chose to be in a relationship with someone who you know is not openly out with their lifestyle, that's something you signed up for. So I don't feel like because you're not getting what you want that it's fair for you to now put this man on blast to embarrass him because he chose not to be public. He was not out in public in the first place. So if you're gonna choose to be with men who the community understand is going to be straight, then that is just something that you need to deal with your partner with and not just out them. Because if you don't want people to out you, because now you've got people in the trans community who are wanting to 
conceal their identity for their own protection and change their IDs. And it's just a lot of other stuff that they want to do for protection. But then you'll turn around and openly put someone else on display because it's serving your purpose. I just don't think it's fair. So whatever's good for this group of people needs to be good for the other group of people as well. And that's just all I have to say about it. So if that's the lifestyle that he living on a low, he does deserve privacy to, I mean, you've got straight people and other people in other relation, other types of relationships who choose not to put who they're married to or who they're in relationships with because they just want that to be private and not on display for social media or um, the paparazzi to kind of basically break up and destroy. So what do y'all think about that? Do you think it's fair that in the LGBTQIA community, they ask for, you know, privacy and discretion until they're ready to come out and it's okay to out straight people? Or, I mean, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? Do you have an opinion about it? You brought up something, a way of it that I didn't consider. Um, one thing I wanted to clarify or ask your opinion before I talk about what I was saying is that because he's with a transgender woman and technically she's considered a she, does that that, that doesn't make him gay. He's just with a transgender woman. So I don't know if outing would necessarily be the best word because technically, I mean, not technically, that's still, it's still, a, it's a woman now or she's a woman now. So I don't know how that part works i don't know maybe i could get some clarification on that but um are you hoping to get clarification from us or because i don't have a comment section please bail okay please bail me out uh because i'm just trying to be respectful of the preference of of that i don't want to just start painting somebody in a in a corner and it's not the proper thing and i'm not saying diva did that on purpose i'm just saying we want to be correct in saying you know the correct thing and not you know do that wrong but well, I, I mean, for who I am as a woman, it is a different classification of a woman because they tend to use terms like cisgender to differentiate between biological women and transgender women. Biological women do not like the term cisgender. I don't want to be called cisgender, but within the community, they call biological women straight. So there are classifications to differentiate. So I think that's fair. Um, Anytime someone has an alternative lifestyle, in my opinion, that they're not sharing with the public, and you put that out there on display, I feel like you are putting that person out there um, regardless And that's just in my opinion, because if you take anything that's private and choose to publicize it without that person's permission, I feel like no matter how they categorize themselves, you are putting that person out before the public with information that they did not. Does it make a difference if it's uh, if it is an alternative lifestyle or not? So I was going to go two different ways with this. So. So one way, so let's let's just say that this was not a trans woman. Let's just say Ben yeah. was in a relationship with a woman, yeah, cisgendered, and she was just tired of being the secret woman, and she outed yeah. him, saying, "I've been in a relationship with Benzino for whatever." Yeah. Would it be as big of a deal? I mean, in terms of, well, I know it wouldn't cause as much controversy because it's just like, oh, he had a secret relationship, but um, would it be as disrespectful i guess is the question i'm asking or would it be as much of a um betrayal to him whatever that this person came and outed me you know our relationship that i was trying to keep private i think it would and it does if he was in a relationship with someone else you see what i'm saying every time a celebrity Every time a celebrity is known for being in a relationship with someone, um, it's going to be a big deal and it's going to trend. However, I do think it's more of an impact because he isn't known for dating differently. So I think it is more of a shock for people because they just simply didn't know whether people are judging him well, no, I'm talking, in a we, positive we, or negative way. I don't so, know. So not not talking about the public perception. You were, right. I guess, I guess, I guess your your uh, the point that you were making was more about the right. somewhat the morality of it of this person coming out and outing Benzino. Um, 
if this person yeah, I, were yeah. a cisgendered woman and did the exact same thing, would it still be? No, I don't think it would because he already identifies, you know what I'm saying, as dating uh, but, but heterosexual I think it's women. But I think it's more about him wanting to keep something private, private that was now made public, right? Absolutely. So if he was cisgender, would it matter? It's still well, wrong. I'm saying it's still wrong either way. Well, I think it, it depends because I don't think it would matter if he, the perception is that he's single. I think it would be a big deal if everyone in the public if he was hypothetically married, you see what I'm saying? No, no, no. no, no like, like for like, like for like. It's right. A, no, today, so, today it's a trans. I don't woman. think. Go ahead. I don't think he would, Kudo. And I get, no. I get what you're getting at. You know, I, I, I get where you're coming from. It wouldn't be because they like, well, rappers cheat on their wives all the time. Like, okay, whatever. So he's out there right. doing stuff. It's we, been normalized. You assume that they're probably doing something anyway. You know? exactly. Yeah. So yeah, with true. this one, it's different because. You know, you got people like 50 Cent who couldn't like wait to jump on it. You know what I'm saying? About, you know, getting on about this. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. So, so, so let me that's ask this. What makes it makes it worse for him. Yeah. So the, the other the other uh, way I was going to take it over comment is that, you know, we talk about certain protections and certain safe spaces for people. Right. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> This goes along the same lines as when a. So I think out. I'm I'm gonna keep using the term outing because I'm I can't think of anything else right now. But outing a man for things that don't go with traditional masculinity, right? So sure. this would be one of them. Like you're dating a trans woman, you mm -hmm. you're gay, you know whatever, alternative yeah. lifestyle. Let's just keep it heterosexual. Let's say, yeah. and I'm going to use the example of uh, Amber Rose and Kanye West, right? She outed him for mm -hmm. liking to be pegged. And we've seen it yes. like with, with, with regular Twitter. Yeah. What comes on correct. the timeline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hold that on the same level because I feel like that's something that was private that was put out on purpose to embarrass that person. You right. see what I'm saying? So. Yep. I feel like those are equal things. And I feel like if you volunteered to be in this relationship, then I don't think it's fair because you're upset to put people's personal business out there like that, because it's really revenge, really. Um, now that's considered revenge porn, you know, depending on how you put it out there. Yeah. I don't know all the terms, but definitely pictures or videos or whatever, or text messages. Now that's considered revenge porn. So now that's, you know, in some states, illegal to do uh, for outing people for their private, you know, yeah. uh, escapades. So, so I, I, de I definitely feel like that's yeah. similar. Yeah, but I, I but I completely understand kind of the point that you know you pointed out, and I think others have kind of said the same. Is like, you know, you outing people as a form of revenge because you're not getting your way or some some self serving shit, basically. Um, <laughs> basically. Which I think we saw with, and again, I'm relatively old, uh, so some of my references may also be old, but we saw it with Chingy. Um, we saw it with Bobby Valentino, um, a couple other people, but yeah, now we're seeing it with-, with Was it with Eddie Murphy too? Wow, like a while way, ago? Wow, you took it way the fuck. Wow, that's- I mean, you brought up Chingy, so I mean- Well, no, I'm talking about Eddie. <laughs> Wasn't Eddie Murphy like but the early nineties? She at least was in the yeah. I was like, at least she was like in the two thousands. She went, right. she went to nineteen ninety five. You know, like <laughs> uh, first of all, sixteen. Like, you know, let me see. Wait a minute. Let, let me go. for no reason. We gonna do. We gonna do a little bit of research. You live in the nineties, sixteen. Don't play. We gonna look up Eddie. Now, when it comes to that, Man. let's let's let, let's go to the police stand by here. When we come back, we're gonna find out what year Eddie had his problem. I'm gonna put my money on 1997. I'm not looking at the internet right now, so Cujo, we'll figure it out. Please stand by. Uh, it was May 2nd, 1997. 
So pretty close to them 16, man. You say. Hey. I thought it was I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was like, like really early. That's like late 90s. I thought it was like early 90s. So yeah. I know. Right. 16, you were like 30, right? <laughs> so what are we win for getting it right? Uh, hopefully you win the opportunity to segue to the next topic well that was a five mic performance what does that mean five mics benzino yeah let's just go to the next segment the the source five mics i don't know what that has to do with benzino and trans and trans people nothing Did Benzino rap? Is that what I'm is that what I'm supposed to gather from it? Oh, song got at that time? Name two, name name oh no no here we go. Yeah name 16. me name me three Benzino songs. Yes, 16, name three Man. Benzino songs, please. Thank you. I, no. Y'all used it wrong. You used it wrong. <laughs> no, we didn't. Using we it said right. the same thing. We I expect right. you to name me three Benzino songs. Yes. Matter of fact, I'll lower it. Quote me one Benzino bar. Ooh. Or just give us a title of a song. Just one. In other news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was the name way before that. But you don't remember in the Source magazine, which he helped. I know what you're five, saying. You, it was, you get, you I, know, I know what you were trying to do was terrible. Is what I remember crazy. now what they were talking about, because it's kind of like a rating system, right? Five mics. I, it yes. just was bad. It didn't have anything to do with what we were talking about. Nah. Yeah, we totally did not get that. No, I got it. Yeah, I understood that. he was referencing the sources five mic like grading system in the magazine, but I yeah. didn't know what they had the hell they had to do with Benzino. It was He's bad. It was, that was bad. Uh, Benzino helped create the fucking magazine. He did. Oh, interesting. Huh. News to me. Now that oh, I did no. not know. What the. See, now, if you had known that, then that joke would be Now it makes sense. But you didn't. Now. You are now listening to the radio show. Gas company tried to hit me for $0.05 cent earlier this month, I mean, earlier this year. And I, because I paid, I transposed the digits. And so my payment was $0.05 cents off. And they sent me that termination letter real quick. I was like, you got to be kidding me. $0.05? Cent? They was like, yes, we want all our coins, even the nipples. Damn. Mm. <laughs> They said we got a business to run. I had to pay another. I had to pay three seventy five to pay five cents. I was mad as hell. You know how many customers we got? We got over. We got over uh, thirty eight million customers. We let thirty eight million people get away with five cents each. You know how much money that is? I ain't doing that, man. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Oh, but I feel like I would be remiss if. Uh, I did not pitch it to somebody else to tee up the shot. <laughs> I, I was hoping it would come to me while I was talking. <laughs> hey, but look, for in hindsight, and I keep this part in, in hindsight, the five mics thing was a that was actually an excellent segue. But I had no idea that Benzino helped create the Source magazine. No clue. Damn. But that was on us. We sort of do oh, our research on this show. But, but also knowing, knowing your audience is the best part of uh, you yeah. know, giving information. Because guess what? Our audience is not going to know what the hell the five mics is either, probably. <laughs> our audience would know what the five mics is. There's a small population of people who listen or watch this that's going to know that Benzino helped create. And based on our demographics, only 50% will have a clue. See what I did anyway. there? 50 cents? Clue, just saying. <laughs> oh, 50 Cent and DJ Clue was in that. Okay, yeah, all right, right. Back. See, see, Kudo, you're you I got you. I got you. I got you. That was that was okay. I got it. All right. So what we got next? You are now listening to the radio show. Uh, tripe. <laughs> oh come on, man. Tripe. These are good though because uh, in our culture people do eat all of this stuff and hell no I don't eat that either and yes I've tried it twice and it's just a no go so was the dude you were trying it for was he worth it (laughs) (laughs) first of all 
I was about to say she hasn't responded yet, so I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> That's really effed up. But how did you know? And uh, no, he wasn't. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So this next topic is about to be about your boy from Atlanta, uh, Cam Newton. So Cam Newton kind of came under fire. He was on a million dollars worth of game podcast and he made a few comments about dating women and uh, how he feels about not being attracted to Instagram models or women who refer to themselves as a bad bitch. Okay. A bad bitch is a person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing yeah. this. I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad bitches. And I say bitches in, in, in a way not to degrade a woman, but just to, to, to go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss bitch, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't know, you don't know when to be quiet. You don't mm-hmm. know how to allow a man to leave. Right, so you guys got to take a listen to what he said on that particular podcast, right? He's catching a lot of flack for that because I just kind of feel like I'm so sick of these kinds of dudes being hypocritical, right? So you heard in the clip how he talks about how he came from like this amazing household. He had three parental figures. He had a mom, a dad, and his grandmother, right? Um, He had the best example of being a husband and a father, However, he has made a decision, a decision, y'all, to create two completely separate households, and he got seven kids, right? And he speaks very highly of his first, the first mother of his child, Kia. She's amazing. Um, He would do anything for her. But when she was asking that nigga for a ring, he was like, oh, no. Proceeded to talk about, like, how immature and everything he is and or as he was at the time. However, he still never mentioned that he was, like, really ready for marriage or anything. But you gave this woman children. And then you went and did it again in a whole separate relationship afterwards. You're not in a household that you were accustomed to with two parents. So you have two baby mamas and seven children between you. Um... And you feel some type of way because you said that women don't cook or know how to be quiet or let a man lead. Sir, those are wife qualities. Those are things that you do with a wife. Those aren't things that you do with people that you really don't truly decide to make a, a commitment with. And then also, what kind of women are you dating, sir? So, you know, a lot of women are gonna have a problem with that because just because a woman considers herself a boss, doesn't mean that she doesn't know how to cook or be submissive or um, allow a man to lead. However, you were with these women for multiple years and you did not lead them into marriage and you did not lead them into having a solid household. You left them to be baby mothers. That's where you led them to be. And you're also commenting in the video how you want additional children. Certain high value quality women are not going to really super volunteer to go into a situation with seven kids and two baby mamas. Or do you have some that will? Yes. But most of us are, no, we're not doing that. So I want to ask you guys, because you guys are married. How do you feel? And you know, he's in another video with Brittany Renner. That was very interesting and also hypocritical of him. But I want to ask you guys, as men in your men's circle, you guys are married, and I've known you guys for freaking ever, right? Uh, As long as I've known you guys, you guys were never afraid of commitment, never afraid of, you know, you never displayed those things. You've always spoken very highly of your wives. 
So how is it that men are willing to give women the commitment of lifelong with having children and they'll commit to other high pressure, high intensity situations, but just absolutely refuse marriage. But you will give a woman multiple children. What y'all think about what he said? I don't know, but it's not like bad decisions are being made all across the board by all parties involved. Um, I agree. Yeah, seven kids across two women. And look, I'm not victim blaming or women blaming. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not even like I'm every, everybody in that situation is making is making bad decisions. It's, it's, I agree. It, it sounds like it. I'm just you know, do whatever do whatever with your life, whatever works. But you know, if the women are okay right. with it, then great. But if everybody's unhappy and are kind of going at each other real catty, like, you know, so it sounds like all y'all made bad decisions, but if everybody's good, then everybody's good. Doesn't sure. sound like everybody's good though. Um, to answer your question, I have no idea, man. I, uh, I know that men aren't necessarily always taught to value marriage in the same way that women are, depending on the sure. types of male influences that they have in their life a lot of men mm-hmm. are raised by like i don't know i don't know it's a lot of ain't shit dudes out there i'm just i'm just tell it tell it you know kind of like that but it's so crazy because he kept people putting in, an imp- yeah I'm an saying, people in general on, but yeah it's a lot right. of shit dudes out there. but, but i don't so i don't confusing. know his i don't know man I, I am i'm gonna tell you i used to i used to think when i in my in my in my younger days i <laughs> I used to think that I had great relationship advice until I realized that it's a lot of ain't shit people out there. And my advice is like for people who typically try to tend to be like decent human beings. And that's, there's not a lot of that out there. And um, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't have a lot of like check boxes and like things that must be done and like all this other kind of shit. Like my list is very short. Like, Am I attracted to you and are you fun? Like, can I have a good time around you? Like all of the extra shit, like cooking and submissive and not like, nah, I, I promise a lot of this shit does not matter to me. So I, that's why I only be jumping in a lot of these fights and, you know, back and forth with <laughs> men versus women on social media. I'm like, bro, I do not care and don't understand why so many people care about all this kind of shit, bro. Like, do y'all get along? Like, like, do y'all like being around each other? Like, that probably is where it's that- you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of extra shit that gets thrown in. My relationship advice has been, there are no rules to relationships. Whatever works for you, works for you. May not work for everybody else. Like, yeah. legit. Like, that's where my relationship advice stops. Like, oh, how do you, you know, you've been with the same person for almost 20 years. Like, how do you, you know, like, bro, like, there's no rules. Just do whatever works in the moment. That's typically how I lead my life, too. I'm a very, <laughs> very fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy. Like, what's your five-year plan? Hmm. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just see what happens. Like, that's that's just, that's me. Apparently, it's been working for you. It's been working pretty well. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's been working. But anyway, sorry. 16, you're the elder of the group. I mean, what's yeah. your opinion? Well, for me to be that guy in this situation, as far as... Um, taking Cam Newton's words and kind of looking deeper into what he's saying. Not that he's like ASAP or some shit like that where I need to be, you it know, breaking down his philosophy or something like that. that so I'm not saying I agree with anything that Cam Newton said. So I'm, I'm not trying to defend what he's saying. What I'm saying is that he's trying to put across that women are trying to be so, in his view, so caught up in being this strong, you know, as he called it, bad bitch that they've forgotten what he seen maybe that his mom was doing where she was submissive, where she cooking dinner, you know, she doing all this other stuff. And it's like, where is that nowadays? And <laughs> the way he put it, it just doesn't make any, it just doesn't fit. It yeah. just didn't fit. Yeah. yeah. I noticed a lot of dudes kind of try and like put, uh, <clears throat> bring, and I'm not going to, let me, let me uh, start. Let me, let me start it over. A lot of people try and bring old traditions into modern society or modern ways where there was a reason that it was set up that way um i'm pretty sure your mama and your auntie and your and your grandmom and everybody didn't want to be doing that shit 
pretty sure if things were different, they would like to be a different way. I mean, obviously they would say something different today because they were raised a certain way. You're going to stick with what you're familiar with, but pretty sure, you know, they would like for things to have been different than coming up as a woman in their era. Uh, I'll also bring chivalry up as, as an example. Um, a lot of the guidelines and rules and shit around chivalry and what men should do. And I'll use men being the breadwinner and provider as an example. Like women weren't allowed to work. So you had to be the breadwinner. So there's a lot of shit that women weren't allowed to do, which kind of put those traditions and, you know, those gender roles and stuff in place. Whereas like now a lot of shit has shifted. So it's like, we should probably shift the way we think about who has what roles and who does what, because what yeah, you I know mean, is from a, like you said, from a bygone era. Um, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. as as a as a woman who grew up in a mixture of a traditional and modern, and I feel I'm traditional and modern as well. It's fine for men to desire a certain setup in their home. But a lot of these men don't provide the environment for women to even be able to do those things, if that makes sense. You can't require or feel that a woman should do certain domestic things and also have all these children and also have this job and this career. Now, do women do it? Yes, but I really feel like these moms, these aunties, these grandmas need to start being really honest with the men and their families because all they do is, okay, here you go, baby. Here you go. And it's all this catering, but they're not being honest about what they go through. So all these men who have this ideology think is, oh, this is what my mom did. Now, if your mom was a single mom and she's holding it down and she's working two jobs, did she want to do that? No, but that was the situation she was put in, okay? Mm -hmm. She's doing what she got to do, but she's not sitting here saying, I'm freaking tired. Um, I don't have no personal time for myself. I'm stressed out. Like, I cannot, this is not a real work-life balance. I'm not happy. Like, those things are so much hidden, so the expectations are completely unrealistic, or... You know, a lot of people struggle with one kid, two kids, and you got a two-parent household, and it's hard. So yeah. you've got these men who are voluntarily putting two, three, four kids on one woman, and just because you're paying her child support, you think that's enough, and it's not. He gets to go do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And these women who have these children are majority caregivers for these children, right? So it creates now, and he's saying he wants more children, but he's not in these households doing the day to day. Both of you guys are day to day fathers, and it is a handful of responsibility. And you have partners, so I can't imagine having an additional three children in your household and you have a partner. How stressful it is! So I just feel like he's spouting off things that he's not even living, but he's holding women to a standard that he himself is not willing to live up to. Oh, no. I'll just say this to women. You need to start with your standards because working backwards is not what it is. At the end of the day, if you're going to be with a partner who doesn't want to be sexually responsible, then you need to be extra responsible. If you know that marriage is something you want, then as a woman, you need to start, you know, protecting your womb and not giving men children who don't want to be husbands, especially to you, because it's going to fall on you. And I'm just saying it is what it is. It's like these it's such a surplus of single moms out here. So at the end of the day, if that man chooses not to be responsible, then you have to be extra responsible. Now, Giving someone say, a child is a high honor. So just protect yourself. I will say we are taking the uh, assumption, we are assuming that everybody values marriage the same way that 
we do. Even if They're, even if you even if you don't want to be legally married on paper, people want a consistent, stable household, which involves a partner or a significant other or someone who you're with together. Because that's usually kind of how it happens. You are under the assumption that this is where you guys are headed. And then like you find out this person isn't on the same page. And that's what happened with the first young lady. He literally said in an interview with Brittany Renner is that as Kia matured, she started kind of having these higher standards and marriage was one of them. And then at that point, and he was out of there. Like he, he just did not want to provide that to her. But I think at this point, there may allegedly have been three children involved, possibly, maybe four. So you spent all of these years with someone, you understand that marriage is their agenda. And you know that that's not what you want, but you're now giving these people all these children and making these families. Now, if you get together with someone and you choose to just be companions and y'all are both on the same page, and I think that's fair. If y'all decide that y'all want to start a family together, cool. But most of these situations, people are not on the same page. And these women are under the impression that they're going to be a family. And that these men kind of know the whole time, I don't want to be her husband. And it's only after they've done these things that it just gets to the point where they've just completely grown apart that she now has majority of this responsibility and he kind of gets, you know, come in and out as he pleases, whatever arrangement is there. I'm not saying he's not there, but he himself admitted that his career has taken him away from day-to-day responsibilities for the most part so but it's it's really ingrained in the culture and it's unfortunate because we are struggling as a culture and so men want women to have these particular qualities but they're not setting women up in our culture to be able to have the freedom to do that we can't do all these things so if you're gonna it's gonna have to be some give and take so Women don't really want to have to be strong all the time. And we don't want to have to think all the time. We would love for men to be the leaders of these things, but they just got to like start leading that stuff and being committed to leading. I'm saying how many babies before you just be like, yeah, we probably should stop doing this then. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I personally as a woman don't understand that because, you know, I know women fall in love and do other things. I don't have that kind of empathy for anyone. I, I don't want to offer my womb up to someone um, without being very, very clear on the agenda and making sure we're on the same page. I, that's just me. But I do understand that um, through conversation with other women, when they're in love, and I've heard this multiple times, they're in love with a man, a man is always kind of throwing out so easily, I want you to have my baby. And in the moment of being in love, these women do it. Because it's easy. I just... Right. I just I'm like, what? Can, we put, can we put like, the easy button up I, here? I want you to have my baby. It's just cold for I want a nut in you. That's, right. just, that's, that's it. You are now listening to the radio show. Carrot cake Oreos. And I know there's a lot I of people that. I just stick to the... Yeah, I'll just stick to the regulars. I don't like venturing out in all these crazy flavors. You're boring. You probably do missionary sex. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, again, I'm 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 actually just gonna take this opportunity because I just thought about it. You know, while we're talking yeah. about Cam, and I was I was I was trying to avoid bringing up his, you know upbringing and where he's from maybe that's just culturally you know i mean he's from atlanta so i was trying to you know i didn't want to put that that uh stipulation on dudes from atlanta that all of us pieces of shit and think like that Not saying, <laughs> but that was a piece of shit opinion um anyway where i'm going with that is atlanta um lost somebody recently man um archie uh big part of the atlanta culture um mm. 
without having a whole bunch of hits and a, a crazy extensive catalog um, was a was a big component of two major uh, influential records that came out the city, man. Um, we Ready, which you have not stopped hearing at sporting events since it dropped. Um, yep. And then uh, ATL Ho. Uh, oh, I yeah. love those songs. Yeah, yeah passed away, man. Um, he was, uh, unfortunately, I think they just released the cause of death today. He was uh, unfortunately gunned down uh, allegedly by his, uh, his own brother. So, uh, yeah, man. So I guess there's more details to come on that. But uh, being from Atlanta, man, knowing the the verses word for word, man, especially ATL. Oh whole, uh, I, I immediately related to the fattest skinny nigga you will ever know. That is <laughs> that is my mantra. That is <laughs> it, it's just stuck with me. And, and I just want to salute him for for putting it out there, man. And uh, thing he did for the city, and uh, yeah, I, 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 you immediately saw the love, and you know it's unfortunate that it always happens when you know somebody passes, but you immediately saw the love that the city had for him, even like I said, without him having a crazy catalog or anything like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, man, R.I.P. Archie. Jeez, that's like R.I.P. They're gonna play. We ready forever like he he'll be yep. gone for 20 years and 20 years from now they'll still be playing that song yeah that is like literally i feel personally like the national anthem of atlanta like one of them we have several yeah but man. i just feel That's like honestly i have been in other cities and partied and like when that song come on like you it's just i mean i think i was in I think I was in Connecticut and New York for like a couple of months before I went to college and they would literally play those songs up there. And, you know, we're not getting a lot of Atlanta songs in New York or, you know, Connecticut. And I mean, the smallest group would turn it out because that was just a piece of home and it just felt just so warm. Dang. Yeah, this like this hurt because it's part of, I mean, even though he was only 37, but it's part of like your youth. It's like, yes. oh, dang, you know, this is yeah. part of me coming up. You know, you remember, you know, you remembering good times that are around that time when that came out and you remember that stuff and those memories. So it makes it yeah. a little, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. So, you know, yeah, Kujo, you said the best, man. Not the most extensive catalog, but it ain't, it don't matter about, you know, the quantity is about the quality. And right. Like you, you gave, said, you it, gave us two. We raped of the biggest records, like, of, of 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 the city's history, man, I would say. I would say yeah. we read it at ATL. I mean, ATL Ho is the quintessential ATL yes. song. Like, <laughs> Listen, that's it. You I, know what I'm saying? I went, to, I went to a business conference um, last year, and it was not a lot of us in there, okay? Yeah. And so somehow, I think it was like a- You mean a lot of like people a, from Atlanta? Yeah, that part was (laughs) we slowly started finding a lot of us who were from Atlanta and then one of the the um the host who was like the host MC for like the whole thing, he saw he saw us in a group and he was like, Oh, y'all just look like y'all from Atlanta and the first thing he said was ATL and then we started a little circle and we were like jumping around and it was just kind of like out of like thousands of people, it was kind of like 20 of us who found each other and we was all from Atlanta. And that was like the cat call or whatever, like the yeah. call for all of us to kind of like identify with each other. And it was like, when you say ATL ho, everybody's gonna turn up. So, yeah. oh it's my like, gosh. It's like, it's like when M16 hears the Zatarans commercial. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Well, you know. You are now listening to the radio show. But I'm taking this opportunity to say that Drew Brees has gone from New Orleans. That it needs to be said that everybody from Louisiana is not a Katrina victim. Stop asking people who are from Louisiana every time we mention it. Hey, are you a victim of Katrina? We're all not Katrina victims. Okay, do you understand me? 
Some of us were here beforehand. We're not refugees. We pay taxes. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. But yeah, we were no. just talking about Atlanta. This affects Atlanta because it's a metropolis, right? And so majority of crime numbers are going to be higher in a metropolis than they are in the suburbs. Okay. So he signed this. Now, myself as someone who's a true southerner, I am happy about this law because in my county, permits were backed up for months. So the fact that I don't have to have a permit to conceal the carry, ah, fabulous for me, right? However, I'm wondering how you, what is the end game for this? Why do you, what would, do you think was driving this? Um, we're one of 20 states who has now entered into permitless conceal and carry. Um, do you think this is going to increase the crime rate, Cujo or 16? Uh, what, do, what are your feelings uh, about this? Diva. Oh, God. I think the crime rate has... You, you do under- Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say that this this law is not for you people, just so you know that. Please go ahead, Cujo. I'm just saying. No, this I, was I, not done for you. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know what my feelings are in this uh, in this moment. I do have a theory that uh, and I have not checked the numbers on this. So, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. But I think the crime rate's going up because the population's grown up. So you really have to think of it in terms of ratio to population. Right. Has the crime rate gone up? In, has the crime rate gone up significantly above the rate of growth of the population? Hmm. I don't think that that's true. This is a lot of motherfuckers have moved here. Yes. And a lot more people making babies. I feel like the population has exploded. <laughs> we can tell that from the traffic and the infrastructure that is that failing part. and crumbling. Um, additionally, I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's a significant enough change to warrant, you know, all the hoopla. Um, if there is an increase, I doubt it's anything significant. I promise. What, what do you think was driving, um, what do you think drove him to want to implement this in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. I sometimes, I, you know, my brain immediately goes to conspiracy theories. I think, you know, it's to drive up, uh, perceived increases in violence and guns Mm -hmm. to garner more law enforcement uh yeah a bigger budget for i mean that too yeah that the base supports that but i think deeper it's like to get more law enforcement like to 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 have approval to gain because you know you just gotta once more people have guns, then you increase the rate of gun-related incidents that happen. Then you say you need more police, you get a big budget for police. Kind of like military spending, right? You gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. have a threat out there to say, hey, we need more spending for military, so let's have a bigger military budget because all these threats are out there. So mm-hmm. I could be, I could have my tinfoil hat on in that in that instance, but I don't know, man. I try to get into politics it's too serious for me. Rather talk about trans trans transgendered phone calls and <laughs> sorry. If sixteen, you were gonna say something. No, I'm just saying he's just leaning into his base, you know, not to dwell on right. that, but election season's coming up. Um Kemp, you know, he's not gonna have the back in the Trump because Trump isn't happy with him. So he's trying to do something to appease the people that he, you know. Some people who might be on the fence who feel like he might not have their best interest. He's like, look, I'm doing y'all a solid. You know, the Democrats gonna take your gun. I'm letting you keep your gun. You are now listening to the radio show. Like I said, somebody just go out there and check on James Earl Jones and let me know if I need to Uber him <laughs> some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to do why, it. Why are you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some juice. <laughs> <laughs> like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So we'll come to the part of the show where we have our profound rants or thoughts to get off our chest as though we've not been doing that this whole time. It's the random segment. And 
um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, a time to just go off the board and get something off your chest. And you know what? I, I want to start us off this week because I want to try to segue into this. So we've been talking about relationships a lot tonight, all right, between Cam Newton, between Benzino. And I just, I have a question that has always plagued me about this. How come whenever a woman imitates a man talking, why do we sound so stupid? Like, they'd be like, <laughs> well... Is that what we sound like to y'all? Like, why why can't you just say what we said without having to, well, you know, I'm the one that want to go over there and do that. Dude. Why do we have to sound like that? Like our knuckles drag us up. Why is that necessary? That's, that's, pretty, right. that's pretty much the standard. That's the, that's they go to. I will, I will, yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. You know, why that deal? Why, why y'all imitate us like that? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna keep it a book. A lot of times, y'all are so dramatic about stuff that we don't think is dramatic, right? And then the stuff that we think y'all are gonna get upset and react to, you don't. So in our minds, we usually are imitating you because we probably do think what you said was stupid. We just don't can't say it to your face. So we imitate it in what we consider that kind of voice. So it's no difference than when dudes imitate women. It always sounds super like annoying. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like a fly on your shoulder. Like we just kind of like always sing or always complaining or asking for something. But don't be scratching your head. I mean, look at you, see? I, I listen, we all do it to each other, so it's kind of like, you know, this high-pitched shrill of a always asking for something. Oh, can, can you? Uh, I mean, you know, we do not talk like that, but somehow y'all all imitate us like that. I'm just saying. Hmm. As much time as you need. If you wanted to go last because you was going to take a while, feel free. Take as much time as you need because I need time to think about something. Huh. Why the why the why is there, why is there a magic mic three? Why is there a magic mic three? You know there's what? a magic mic Let's three. Let's do some research. Let's see what the money that? they made. It they depends. make a Don't lot mind. of Let's see what money. They made. Please stand by. We're gonna come back with the box office numbers. One sec. So, Kujo, you're in the middle of your random. We did the research. I know exactly why there's a Magic Mike 3. These movies made some money. The first one, $7 million budget, made $167 million at the box office. That's going to get you a sequel every time. And then the sequel cost $14 million to make. They made $122 million. So there's your answer. It's money. Money, 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 money. Why is there a Magic Mike 3? Because <laughs> these housewives need something to look at, honey. Why? <laughs> what? what? We can get a Players Club 2. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna watch that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. That wasn't no. at all relevant. No, but all I'm saying, I mean, my burning question for the evening is why is there a Magic Mike 3? Listen, if you watch the first and the second Magic Mike, please leave a comment. I want to know, and I want to know what you liked about it. Like, please, because I ain't watched none of them. Was there some questions that were unanswered in the second one? You were like, oh my God, it's a cliffhanger ending. Like, I need, yes. the, and if, like, and I need the trilogy it, to finish the story. Like, Yes, if you watched it, we want to know what you're looking forward to in Magic Mike 3, because ain't none of us watched it. So is there some no, is there some source material that we're missing out on? Like there's a Magic Mike comic book or a manga that or something part. that we just didn't read. And then they have to follow through until this special event happens in like Magic Mike 8. Mm. So this one is for like women, right? Um hmm. I'm going to be so honest with y'all. Do me a favor, because I'm dating. Do me a favor. Can y'all stop calling these dudes daddy when they not providing like daddies do? Daddies provide, okay? They be holding it down. That, like, you know, you can you can go to them when you need something. They're going to protect. They're going to provide. They're going to do. You got these How dudes. Who's this Rosie Perez accent? 
Listen, it's how I'm selling my story. Don't interrupt my reading. She, she made it. She made it weird. She don't be calling daddy because daddy's provide. I mean, I'm just saying though, these guys not, really be it's out not weird here. Now. Like, I don't even, yeah. These listen, I don't I don't call men daddy, okay? Because I just call my real dad daddy. That's just weird for me. Like I don't feel comfortable. Let's, let's see the whole topic now. It's weird now. Like you just made it weird. <laughs> Can we pick a different rant? Like you just you just made the whole thing. <laughs> Like weird. no, because you literally have you literally be out here dating and these men expect you to call them that and it's so freaking awkward and it's like yeah you're not even doing that's the right see things. yeah the way you're so, about to explain it is just gonna make it even weirder I I don't want to interrupt anybody's random I apologize <laughs> you're ruining this for a lot of people hey, well, included do. do what you want to do but women if a man has no kingdom stop calling him a king like just tell him he on his way and he working on it and one day he may get there y'all really be over inflating people these men's heads for no reason and they have not worked for any of this stuff they don't even have this stuff and you giving them titles they do not apply that's all i'm saying because Women out here gonna hurt their feelings and then they gonna feel some type of way. But I'm just saying, please I, I, start keeping it 100 for I'm 2022. Glad, I'm glad you finished because I like what you said. Like, don't be calling them kings with no kingdom. And I just thought about it. <laughs> well, I could walk in the house now and I can turn lights on and be like, everything the light touches is our kingdom. Yes, it is. Because you know what? Y'all built. A kingdom. Y'all built something. Y'all holding it down. Y'all, y'all, you see what I'm saying? Like y'all have worked for all of this. You planned, you, you, you know, you made commitments. See, this is brings our whole show together because you know, the beginning of the show, we were talking about men who aren't really holding it down, feeling entitled to do what they want to do, but they want women to give them wife treatment. You guys hold it down you built a kingdom you built a family like you you know y'all deserve to be called whatever y'all want to be called uh, the rest of y'all out here hey yeah do, do, do a zoom high five for her right no, so you, like you, you know his his leg is throwing it off i'm sorry it just uh, is that his leg time. or his Five, is it his four, leg or his three, age which one two <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm saying women Tighten it up, get it together. If they don't have no kingdom and they ain't working on no kingdom, you need to tell them, and yeah, mm, you're not there yet. You are now listening to the radio show. All these horrible ass drivers from the following states Florida, New York, Delaware, for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so just to toss this out here, quick news and notes, appreciate everybody who listens, watches, whatever you do. Like I said, it all counts. You you share a post, you tell a friend, all of it. We appreciate every single bit of it. And also with the aftermath where we interview dope people, if you want to be a guest on the radio show, just send us an email the radio show at the, uh, ugh, I messed that up. And if you want to be a guest on the radio show, just send us a text 678-800-1677 or send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. So yeah, we've come to the the, the end of the show here and yeah. We didn't talk about Rihanna. About a lot of stuff. We didn't talk about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <gasps> Allegedly. Oh, Here's the Cliff Notes version, because we ain't got time to get into all that. They probably breaking up. They probably not. I'll sleep just fine tonight. And there you got it. Oh, oh, look. Another baby mama. Hmm. Fits into our show. Billionaire baby mama. Billionaire baby mama. But if you like what we did on this show tonight, on this episode, please like, share, comment, subscribe, and... Hit the bell. Smash the bell. So you'll know when we upload new content. 
Bye. Tonight's episode was brought to you by uh, We Ain't Got No Sponsors. So if you want to be a sponsor. We do have a sponsor. We're sponsored by Nine Hair Co., but that will be uploaded later. Wait, first of all, yes, first, of all first of all, first of all, <laughs> we like Nine Hair Co. We, we, we love Nine Hair Co. We want to promote Nine Hair Co. Yes. But Nine Hair Co. ain't sent nobody no checks in this office. They ain't paid none of these light bills. Well, I do, I do. If we give a shout out though about sponsors, I do want to give a shout out. I know it's kind of hard to see because the shirt is a little dark, but a shout out to Will to Win Athletic for hooking up this radio show swag that's going to be available soon for merchandise. Ooh. Working on that right now. So, Will to Win Athletic, we appreciate y'all for the forthcoming swag that'll be, you know, coming out from the radio show. So Follow us on Instagram that. to buy the merchandise. At it's the radio show, so be looking out for that on Instagram. Follow Nine Hair Code to buy some merchandise. And also, yes. do not forget to follow Cujo for his fantastic videos when he's going on vacation, kicking it with his family, showing off. I have yeah. no merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please just remember and never forget: you're not just listening to a or, or in this case, watching. You're not listening to a radio show or some radio show, you're listening to the radio the show. Radio. Cujo said it real good. There's only one radio show, and this is it. I said that? It sounded like something I said. Yep. There's only one, and this is it. Thanks Bye. for watching. Like and subscribe. Bye! Who's going to start it off? Like, listen, we are back for another episode of the radio show. And tonight we have our other MIA co-host, Kujo, which we're so glad to have him tonight. And we got M16. This interest is, this this introduction is stiff. (laughs) It is. It is. Let's let's start over. It felt very stiff. It feels like a... Like I'm, I'm giving a career day lecture at class. We have our yeah, all right, okay. all right. Here we 